If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch Cereal has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. It's absolutely delicious. Most zero sugar foods don't taste delicious, but Catalina Crunch really nails this. Zero sugar, low carb, keto friendly. Plus, it packs a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. Taste yourself, taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five star. They've got eight crave worthy flavors to choose from, like nostalgia, including inducing cinnamon toast, decadent dark chocolate, and creamy chocolate peanut butter. Not sure which flavor to try first? That's why the variety packs uh, exist. Gluten free, grain free, non GMO, only real clean ingredients, nothing artificial. How'd you like it, Kevin? I loved it. It was amazing. I was like, dang. I, you know, gluten-free, I'd be like, ugh, gluten-free, yuck, usually. But this time I said, okay, gluten-free. It's gluten-free, but it ain't free enough flavor. I was crunching on this like Catalina. Gluten-free, grain-free, non-GMO. Only real clean grannies get on your hoes. right. See why Catalina cereal, see why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash crew with a K. Crew with a K. For 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash crew with a K. Crew with a K. Not sure which flavor to try. Uh, start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookie and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash crew with a K. Crew with a K. For 15% off your first order plus free shipping. All right. And five, four, three. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's that chick angel. Welcome to another podcast banger, episode. Banger, smash banger, that banger, like button. Smash banger, that banger, notification banger, button. Banger, bangers, 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 y'all. Tweet it, tweet it, Bangers, bangers, bangers. Where are you? Church announcements. If you missed Keep Your Distance Comedy, you missed it. It was great. Oh, Link's gone. Link's gone. Ambria Bye. Allen, because of you guys, because of your amazingness, Ambria Allen, at the time of taping for Keep Your Distance, she had 8,000 followers. At the time of this recording, she has 19.7 thousand followers. Ooh, let's get her 20K. 10,000 yes. new followers because That's of Keep beautiful. Your Distance comedy. That's This is impact. a trans, transformative amount of people. Man, it's oh. almost like you don't understand it, Kev. 300 people, please. Can we get an offering line going? <laughs> if you're not following Ambria Allen, uh, she stole the show. She was great. She stole the show. There are a lot of funny people, but to me, she stood out. And Tony Baker jokes about his son. If you, if you saw them, you should feel grateful. Mm-hmm. This is why Tony Baker is the best. To me, Kevin. He is just really good at the art of stand-up comedy. Yeah. And he so. finished his set with an improv set? And he finished his set with his improv. Tony's improv is as funny as people's prepared jokes. Mm-hmm. And that is unfair to people in the world, but such is life. All right. That's life. The Super Bowl was this weekend. Mm. Angel and fr- family were over. Amar yeah. was eating a protein bar while yeah. snacks and candy and chips were available. He getting his macros. He in. was getting his macros. Yeah, like my baby, <laughs> my son... He, you know, is a different breed. He does what he wants. Mm. I tried to lure him in with a Twinkie, and he said no. 
He said, I don't want it. He saw no BS at the bottom of that bar and was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's his life. That's how you market to me. Mm -hmm. Forget whatever, four dates, two eggs. No <laughs> yeah. BS is what no, I'm all about. I don't about. need all that color. This is a dark brown bag <laughs> with white writing. That's it. That's the way he sees life. I said, give me a five, Amar. He said, <laughs> he gave me three fingers slowly yeah. pressed into the ball of my Exactly. He was like, you don't know what you're going to do with the whole five. I Let can't, me I'm not making no sound. What do you think? I am a jive turkey. <laughs> Now go back to your red line district and vote for Mar. Yes. But anyway, we watched the Super Bowl. I mean, I was watching the Super Bowl. Everybody in the house wasn't as into it. It was no. just a reason to eat wings, mostly, I realized, as the game went on. Because it was a good game, but nobody was like, oh, oh. People were just like, yeah, no, man. So it was the whole second half. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then I was like, they were, Melissa, Angel, and Marcus, and Greg were playing improv games. It was great. In the second, half of the, them game, improv. In the second half of the, of the game. Well, the Lions, well, the, Lions the Rams were driving on Matt, were Matt Stafford. Attention. We did watch. We all were focused on that halftime show. The most important before part. Before the halftime show. What happened? OBJ the greatest hurt. Before that. Before the game. I didn't even hear about this because they said I would have been lulled. Oh. Lulled. The queen of R&B. Mm. Janae Aiko. Don't do this. Opened Don't up. Don't speak on her name, Kevin. Let's, let's, I'm blocked. listen to it? So I, I love how know. you can't even tag her in I her tweets I can't even tag her to let her Good know riddance. how impressed I Good was. Riddance. She sang Kevin. America the Beautiful. She sang up and, and was it beautiful? It was. That's I hear a lot of people saying it was beautiful. Hold on. Let it me was, mute. It was Us. great. Can I listen? I am a fan. Let me see. I was refreshed. I can't stand you. Wow. Mm. Oh, she's got a pretty voice. She's got a gorgeous voice. Come on. Come on. This is. Yes. Ain't it pure? It is. It's, it's like, like LaCroix of a powerful voice. She sounds like a cherub. Stop it. <laughs> Come on. She will never lose her voice. Never. <laughs> she going to be tour. like Elder Bars. She will be able to tour. She can do six shows a night. A night. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. She does have a very beautiful voice. I will never take that from her. But you said she got the volume of lint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. There was a harp. Well, you know when. Oh, you know she harp and sound bowls is her jam. Yes. <laughs> harp and sound bowls is yeah. her jam. Now, what was super whack on the Super Bowls part? They messed up. They put Janae Aiko's name under Mickey Guyton. They were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Janae Aiko," and it was Mickey Guyton. The wrong she was Chiron. a wrong Chiron. She was the Ryan. black girl who sings country music. Uh huh. Right. 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 And she had sang uh the national anthem. Anthem. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh. So yeah. Um, so now let's fast forward to hold on, the, hold on. not too what? far. Let's. I thought The Rock was going to rap. Oh. What did he do? Because I knew he was supposed he, to do something. He Michael buffered the Super he Bowl. He did like a five minute monologue on your dreams coming. It's about fruition. drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We did, devour. Did put he in do the, it? No, did no, no, he no. do? Oh, he didn't put in the work. Put in the hour. Oh, that's What Why do you know it so well? Because it's a. It was a TikTok sound for like two months. But no, that sounds like. 
back to like the 90s when you write down lyrics. That's how well you know it. It's about drive. It's about power. Take it back. We stay hungry. We devour it. <laughs> put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's what that? And that's when the lion makes the sound. Uh-huh. You wrote these down. This is not, oh, it was a TikTok sound. Uh, strange culture banging with stay or something like that. Uh, something about strange in strange their culture veins. banging with something. Strange culture banging with no. It's something. It ends with strange. Yeah, I think strange music is uh, your boy's label. Ah, uh, Tech Nine. I get lost after it's about drive. It's about power. Uh, now what's my? Oh, I see. I did it again. I bleeped out the wrong word. <laughs> you did uh, a Tony Roberts joke. We need to go to the CAR and smoke the dope. That <laughs> spelled the joke was hilarious. You spelled the wrong <laughs> and they know how to spell car. They know how to spell car. Now they know. Anyway. Now they wonder what dope is. I always bleep out the wrong goddamn word. <laughs> and what's my? Just cuss it. Just say the whole cuss word. You bleeped out mother. Yes, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. My culture banging was strange. That's what it I, is. I tried to tell you strange was at the I end. I knew it, but I didn't know what he said, my culture. You were like strange culture banging That's and chains. Uh and I forgot I actually missed this. That's why I didn't see it. Because my son was uh my son was he had it on uh uh Shang-Chi right before the game. Uh, Mary Mary sang. Did you see their performance? I saw it later on um, Instagram. I didn't see it live. I didn't either. Uh, but they sang. Uh, lift every voice and sing. Lift every voice. Oh no! Just two seconds. Because I, I was wondering what they were going to do out there in them blue suits. Okay, come on, give me all the. And they. Okay, youth orchestra. <laughs> yes, you know I was in a youth orchestra. What they about to do? I just want to hear two seconds of them. They got more hips and tail and thighs than any other gospel group. Oh, they sound beautiful. That's all I need to hear. Let me see. Was that at, were they on the field? No, uh, they put them outside. Why y'all put Miriam and Miriam outside? They can't put, have all that. Holy oh wait, ghost. but the people heard it. Yes, oh, and had to stand. I would have boohooed. Come on, Miriam and Miriam. Have they ever sang the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl? No. I would have wept. I don't. I don't. I'm almost certain they haven't. I don't think they have either. I've watched a lot of Super Bowls, and I, I ain't. First of all, that was Janae Aiko ain't black, right? She half black, half Asian. She half black? Of course she yes. is. You don't see that blackness up on that girl. And she. Uh, uh, so her dad is a somebody's a pediatrician. Oh. Pediatrician in the army. So she is Native American, African American. Her father's Native African and Jewish. Mm. Her mother is Spanish, Dominican, and Japanese. So she got all of it. She's got everything mm. together. This well, is according to 50, Wikipedia. She got Fifty Shades of Race in there. <laughs> her mother was a lot of stuff. Her mother. So her mother probably already looked like her. Her mother for her mother to be Spanish, Dominican, and Japanese. I think she's really close. Apparently, she's not. She got some black. That ain't half black. 
Yes, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. That's enough. Don't try to change the rules. Remember Octoroon and all that? Y'all try to. She's not Octoroon. That's more. Dominican. No, no, I'm saying oh. people try to change the rules before it was one drop. It's, it's still the same for me. I mean, you know what? My my philosophy on that has changed a little bit. Before, I used to ne- make no distinction between someone with two black parents versus someone with one. Mm. Huh? You I'm going to get blocked for Fifty Shades of Race for sure. Yeah. I don't even know I why I'm blocked. Will. What made uh, you change your mind? I did not. They used to be all the same. Somebody be like, oh, she by I'm like, this, that's black. She by race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not realize for some people who appear biracial that their plight through blackness looks quite different than someone with two black parents. I didn't recognize that until I was a grown woman. I was like, they black. They dot white. That's what I know for sure. They can't pass for white. So they're black. So now there's some differentiation for me because I realized had a different experience absolutely uh mike mcdaniel he's an nfl coach he just got a job at uh he just got a head coaching job mm-hmm. and they asked him about his dad being black and he was like oh, i kind of get asked this all the time um but yes my dad's black but i don't see that i see human and i was like i don't feel like you was black folks who was raised black they you know you black first <laughs> you understand <laughs> it. if you he's white like he could look like a white man mm-hmm. black people who don't can't pass white you can't be human first. Mm-hmm. You got to be black first. Well, there's very few mixed folk that can pass for white. There's some, yeah, but yeah, most yeah. of them, you know, somebody black was somewhere around in this situation. Somebody black was somewhere, <laughs> black was somewhere up in there. Somebody, but yeah, it wasn't until I became an adult, and then I was like, uh, and then I could see the nuances. At first, I was just like, oh, a black person got to do that. A black person, and then yeah. I was like, oh no, mm. it's purposefully not. A black person with two parents. That's mm. the reason why they chose that person. Oh, apparently his dad is half black. Mm. Who the rock? No, no, Michael McDaniel. No. But I'm telling you, if you're black with like, I know some people who are black or mixed. I'm sorry, and the they raised white with their white mom, and their dad wasn't around or whatever, and not raised by black people around black people, they be seeing the world totally different. In some cases, I have a girlfriend who was not raised by her black father. She was raised by her Jewish mama, and she is the blackest. Really? Yes, but her black, I mean, her Jewish mother is very inside of black culture. She made sure to teach her the way. I don't even know if it was a made sure. It was just like, this is what you're experiencing. So here we go. Yeah. Um, But yeah, anyways, that was so dope. He is He's blacking some more in his veins. It's true. He just said it. Blacking some more in my veins. My culture banging with strange. Well, and I know Samoan people. <laughs> Samoan people. They're Polynesian, and um, they do not, from what I have read, consider themselves black. But when I look at their ancestors, they look like a us. <laughs> like I was looking at King. Uh, Oh, I'm about to mess it up. It was, like a, it was like a bunch of Kalamata Talabata. It was In like Kamehameha? a. No, nah, I don't think it was Kamehameha. Oh. It was like a. Ah. That's, a that's a move from Dragon Ball Z. It was on it's the true. island of Hawaii. I don't that's mean Kamehameha. to be disrespectful. Oh, was it? True. No, no. Jack- oh. I was talking about. Kamehameha is a, is a uh, uh, Hawaiian royalty. Kamehameha is Dragon Ball power. Oh, maybe power it's move. Kamehameha because that's what's coming up. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I thought there was way more A's in it. Kamehameha, dang it. 
I'm so sorry. That was so disrespectful. He look like a us. Yeah, they and I think um I feel like I don't I've always seen a lot black and Simone people seem to just get along very well. Maybe that's just my oh yeah. You see that? <laughs> it looked like my granddad. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> a strong chin. That is a, a so um but I'ma claim them, I'ma claim them even if they don't want to be claimed by us. Yeah. <laughs> well like, speaking of us. We had the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh-huh. And it was black AF. Black and well, fun. With the hint of Eminem. It, with Eminem. It's so crazy. He was the one who kneeled. And I <laughs> thought he was doing a Marvel superhero. I was in, I was watching uh, Dre on the keys. I was like, you can't play piano. I literally did not know. I told I was sitting next to somebody, I don't remember who it was. And he sat down. I was like, oh, he's gonna go dun 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 dun. And then he played. Da, 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 da. I said, "Hold up!" But right. I, blacks who play the piano go know that though. Da, 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 da. But he looked good with it. He sounded amazing. I thought he was going to be the cat on the keys. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know he was musical like that. I knew he was a producer, but I not all producers play actual in- instruments. Right. I was re- reading up on it. Apparently, he was like a, he knows how to play a couple of instruments. I can mm. believe it. I didn't know. Like some of the best producers to me, uh, start with music first. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying to me, like Quincy Jones played trombone or trumpet mm-hmm. for like Ray Charles when he was like 15, 16 years old. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Warren Campbell, he plays like everything in the studio. I can Bass, that. guitar, you know, church boys. Yeah. They're going to start on them drums, mm-hmm. move over the keys, <laughs> learn to pick this. up bass. But uh, I just didn't know Dr. Dre played a piano like that. Um, so he that was, and that's why I didn't realize Eminem was uh, kneeling. No, I saw him and I was just like, oh, dramatic effects. Miles Morales. That's what I thought. I had no idea it had anything to do with anything political. I had, like, I think everyone missed it. No, listen, (laughs) I was so entranced in the doggone thing that I was like, man, he loves Iron Man. Right. I was like, man, Iron Man is his jam. I'm impressed. Honestly, I looked over and thought he was just creasing those threes. I did no. too. And the way he was working out, like, you know, for him, he was doing all lives. Like, maybe he just needs to catch his breath because this yeah. is basically a workout yeah. for him. And as a new subscriber, I know what that feels like to work out, have to catch your breath and do a little work and eat a little right. And look, I'm human, guys. During the Super Bowl, I was I was eating stuff. You know, it wasn't all Catalina Crunch. And it wasn't all uh, broccoli and leaves. It was mostly 90% wings. Actually, it was like 80% wings. 20% Marcus Mules was my <laughs> was my whole. Actually, it was 15% Marcus Mules, 80% wings, 5% baked goods from this place called Porto's, which finally started delivering to my house, which is not a They're thing just before. delivering everywhere now. They're coming all the way out to where I live, and that ain't near where they be. I think I Postmates if, was like, we'll pay you more if you go farther. Ones. Huh? I wonder if they're doing that to infiltrate where I they're going to so. be planning the new I ones. think so, Joshua. I love it. But anyway, <clears throat> because of Noom, I was able to get right back on track. Actually, to be honest, I worked out on Super Bowl Sunday. I hiked uh, six miles, or walked six miles, I didn't really hike, because I knew I was going to eat trash, mm. and then I was right back at it. That's uh, balance. That's balance. And that's what Noom's all about. Listen, Noom tells you that 75%, uh, there's a sign. Uh, no. No. Noom is a science-based approach. I believe in science. 
Okay. Unlike other restricted diets and workout programs, Noom Weight uses psychology to empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to build smarter and more sustainable long-term habits and behaviors. It's a psychology-based approach that separates them from everybody else. More than 75% of users complete the program. 60% of users lose 5% or more body weight by 16 weeks. And more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year more. Noom believes in science. Part of the heart of everything that they do, they publish more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles that inform users, practitioners, scientists, and the public about their methods and how effective they are. Sign up for your trial today and get a psycho- psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can sign up for your trial today and Come get on, a psychology-based support and motivation to mm-hmm. reach your goals at noom.com slash sk. SK. Once again, that's noom.com slash sk. SK. To sign up for your trial. And now back to the show. Psychology. Psychology. That but that word would have tripped me up too. <laughs> anyway, so the Super Bowl halftime performance was probably top five for me. You had Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, and Anderson Pack on the drums. Mm-hmm. Right? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. I knew I was forgetting someone. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent hung upside down probably for the first time since he did the in the club video. In the club video, that wasn't him actually being really hung upside down. They just flipped the camera. But it, like they just superimposed Yeah, so it. they he probably just hung upside down for the first time ever. Yeah, yes. poor baby's entire body went to his face. <laughs> it did. He looked like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle about the head. I said, he is going to pass out. It was going to be, go shorty. <laughs> It was. I was like, he he ain't gonna make it. It was really, uh, it was really funny because I didn't. He wasn't announced to perform, right? I didn't know. Yeah, he was. He was like, you can put me in the. (laughs) Thought he's gonna catch a cramp. Mary J. Blige was. She gay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about crispy chicken. Let me tell you about Mary. Mary showed up and showed out. I'm yeah. gonna tell you something else. She was like, "Y'all gonna give me a chance to be on one of the largest stages mm-hmm. ever? I am not holding anything back." She came up in there dressed like Storm from <laughs> the X Men with that gorgeous silver outfit, boots up to the thigh, mm-hmm. unit down to her buttocks. Yes. And they married dance up there. She's like, y'all going to get this kick, step, kick, Mm -hmm. step, touch, kick. All up and through it. She also laid out that became a massive Andy's coming. Of course. Oh, man. Andy's coming was hilarious. (laughs) Why did she do that? Because you're going to end with dramatics, with drama. (laughs) There's a meme of her where she was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I want you to be clear. Don't get it twisted. Although we make fun of Mary J as blacks, we love her. Love. People love to make fun of her dances and all that, but don't don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah. She no. is black folks royalty. Absolutely. Folks love Mary Jane Blige. And that's her real name, by the way. I love it. I did not know. I thought it was a stage name because it was too cool to be like a, a real, real name. name. Yeah. But her, her name is Mary J. Blige. My mama named her after marijuana. Her mom was like, Mary Jane. 
That's a great name for a daughter. She looks so good. That woman is 50 years old, looking like a whole meal. She looks great. She, she also hasn't really aged I know. terribly in the last 20 years. Well, she wears the really good units because that's usually that's usually what'll tell a woman's age. Is Her hair? Like, yes. Because we all kind of a little bit thin, like just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody just loses all their hair. And we don't ever really ever get to see Mary's real hairline ever. Never. Did and, I tell you about the story of the background singer? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Book that girl's flight up out of there. <laughs> Mary was like, I'll sing whatever note I want to sing. But uh, her body looks great. Like she has done really good at maintaining herself and keeping herself looking great so that I, when I think back to Madonna's performance, when she performed at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Madonna looked elderly. Madonna did a cartwheel. I just feel like once you do a cartwheel during a performance, you got to retire. Mary J said, I'm not doing cartwheels. She said, <laughs> and she did like this. You and Quinn's said, videos ah! of her. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Oh, Also, Kendrick Lamar is... One of the few rappers who gives a very good performance. Mm-hmm. Like he had choreography. Usually rappers are just like, oh yeah, no, he's you know what I'm a saying? Performer. He always has something else and it separates him from his peers. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z, when I saw him in Beyonce, he don't be. Oh, he is like watching paint dry. I'm <laughs> like, sir, why are you here? Well, the, y'all said y'all are on the run, but you look like you are on the toilet. You are just sitting. <laughs> he was on the walk. <laughs> and it was really highlighted because he's standing next to Beyonce. Usually rappers are rapping with rappers. Yeah. So it's not as obvious. But Beyonce just had this 16 people out here fire, right. smashing through water. And you just come out here like. Yes. Big pimp, big. Right. Sing. The other, the part that makes Kendrick, I think, a really good performer as well is that his studio voice translates very well into performance voice. That's mm-hmm. true. Because, you know, a lot of rappers, the song could, you know, mm-hmm. you can find me in the club, but then when they get on stage, you can find me in the club. <laughs> Come on. It's like, that is not what it sounds like on the tape. But Kendrick's <sighs> performance voice and studio voice are almost seamlessly the same, which I like. Yeah. Also, Josh put me onto this. Apparently, they were not trying to pay the dancers for the Super Bowl. So if you don't know, the NFL does not pay mm-hmm. the musical artists to perform. Dr. Dre spent $7 million yeah. of his own money to put up that uh, Super Bowl performance. I thought usually the sponsor... I know the NFL doesn't pay, but I thought like if Pepsi wanted to be the sponsor of the halftime show. They pay the NFL that, not the artists. Mm, So the NFL is like, what? That's crazy. You wanted what? Nope. What you get is exposure. People always be like, don't pay me an exposure. And we mean that. Mm -hmm. However, if the exposure is the majority of the America and large parts of the world are watching this. Yeah. That type of exposure is like, if I got to perform for the Super Bowl, the NFL is like, we ain't going to pay you, but you got right. 11 no, no, minutes. No. I was right. The NFL pays for the production costs. The production costs. They don't pay talent fees though. Oh no, no, that's not something that. So the, what did Dr. Dre spend $7 million that's on? That's what I was trying to get you to understand. That does not. No, the NFL pays for production costs. Period. Cause most of these, think about it. Bruno Mars, as big as he was, oh, could not have afforded to pay for everything that happened on the field when he performed. Mm. They just don't pay you to perform. 
You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like if you had to perform in a play. below the line. Yeah. Like Beyonce didn't get a check from the NFL. No, heck no. Mm. She But she didn't spend for everything. She did not have to spend to be there. She just didn't make money to be there. Got it. So wait, so you said The Weeknd paid like 11 million. What did he pay? Was that more than? I don't understand what they're paying for. I think he put in either like part of his label budget for touring or something that year. Um, Because The Weeknd did pay money out of his own pocket. So whatever it like, his are they pocket not, are came they, from, whether it was the label fund or whatever, mm-hmm. but so they maybe they got some extra stuff that the NFL maybe gives a budget. Like, so wait, why are the dancers not part of the production budget then? Well, according to this article that I'm reading right now, is that performers receive a union scale, which is very tiny. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, um, it says a fraction of a six or seven figure sum, um, but. Uh, the dancers, if they're not getting paid at all, especially with that show, there was a lot of dancers. Yeah. So it might have been like some of the like extra, extra, extra dancers yep, did not yep. get paid. And maybe some of like the more, um, excuse me, more featured dancers were <clears throat> because you had the sea walkers. Yep. You had the girls dancing around 50. You had the girls dancing around Mary. You had the heavy set cheerleaders. Yep. There was a gang of a gang of folks. So yeah. I don't know if it was like all across the board, none of the dancers got paid, or if it was like only if you were like featured with Mary. Right. Mary right. made sure y'all got y'all's union. But if you down there in the Dickies, be happy. You know it's crazy. So you know Candace Renee was was at the Super Bowl sea walking. Yes. I don't understand her. <laughs> I thought she was just gonna be at the game, but every part of her reel, she was more and more part of it until oh, she was yeah. on the field. She's like, I am here. But there's an Instagram girl here. named Storm DeBarge who does the family function videos. I posted a couple of them. It's just black excellence. Yeah, Kendrick dances. Uh-huh, go and ahead. she choreographed the sea walking part of that uh performance. Uh-huh. And I was like, it was super LA. It was. It great. was. The ground was the The map of LA. It of was LA. so fire. And there was cool. traffic in the map. I love because of course because they could never get a picture of LA without traffic. That performance made me realize I am this coast. I mean this coast. This this close to being a West Coast woman. Yes. How many years have you been here now? Fifteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, next year. You're a part of it. Next year will be year twenty. I have lived. Yeah. So when I was in your living room, seat walking and doing this, I was like, wait a minute, no, but this is actually real. <laughs> My entire marriage has been in California. I've birthed all of my children in California. Your children have no recollection of living anywhere else. This is it. This is it. They are from here. They are Valley boys. They are. Ain't that crazy? Wow. Joe doesn't remember anything from Washington but stairs. But he wasn't born here. Your kids were. Amar was born in Orange County. On their birth certificate, it says Santa Monica, California. All of them. They're born in Santa Monica? Absolutely. I said, where are the whites having their kids? Where are the rich white people? I didn't want to do it at the Cedar Sinai because that's where rich people go to die. Mm-hmm. That's where it, celebrities be dead up in there. They be Cedar dead Sinai. up in there. I said, no, nah, we ain't going. Where do the rich people get born and live? Speaking of dead, did I tell y'all what I seen the other day? Who? Somebody? I was walking around Joe's soccer practice, right? And there's a hospital near his soccer practice. And on the outside of the hospital, they have a whole bunch of shipping containers. Not a whole bunch, but like four in a row. Never noticed them on my walk before. I mean, never. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> so I'm walking down this hill, and I look inside. I mean, I look, and the shipping to- container door is open. And I don't even think nothing of oh, it because I'm not really me. paying attention. Right? 
I told you. You told me this yesterday. Okay. So I walk through Angel or, or by. The door is open, light on. Hospital workers are in there, security and like a nurse. The doggone shipping container is full of dead bodies. What kept guests from being nosy? I wasn't. <laughs> Angel, it was <laughs> like <laughs> 30, 40 dead bodies in shelves. They had made like shelving units. They had an AC, like a generator cooling them down. They looked, they were it's all covered AC though. In there too. I they were, oh, yeah, you have to because otherwise you would smell the day. bodies. They were covered up like Jesus. You know, he was wrapped in the white mm-hmm. when they put him in the tomb. They was covered up like that. But the dude was loading up a body on the uh, rail. Yeah. And I was like, this excess COVID? Yeah. Because the mm-hmm. morgue is too full. They they keeping the bodies outside. Yeah, I freaked man. out a little bit. What did bit. you do? I was like, this is what I get for uh, this why black people, we mind our business. I should have been looking straight. But I just was like, this is, uh, ah. Oh my God. Inside, and then I was like, "I'm never walking again." This is why I don't need to exercise. This is why I just need to sit down and look at TikToks while my son practices, because now I have the image and I can see it so clearly. And I was like, first of all, you fit a lot of dead bodies in here." And I was like, "The morgue must be full." Yeah. Why are they outside, just in the cold? And it's it's not cold all the time. Was this a refrigerator no. truck? It was a it was it was they had a generator that was humming, and I didn't even pay attention to it. But this yesterday, I walked around and I was like, "That's the dead body one." You can hear the generator; it's in the back, keeping them cold, blowing in cold air. So we could thank a black man for that. A black man invented air conditioning. No, invented refrigerated trucks. Really? Mm-hmm. We was inventing stuff. We were. That's a random black history fact. This is still black history. Claudette Colvin. Okay, what was? Oh, okay, no. I got a black oh, no. history fact. Josh. Oh no. Kevin, what was? I'm gonna get the one right. first. Commercially successful rap song. So I'm gonna say Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, Commercially successful. What? What? How do you define that? Well, yeah. What? What is that? That's the question. Answer it. Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> What's the scale? Hip-hop. I would say straight out of Compton. Hippie, hippie, hip, hip, hop, and you don't stop. Rocking to the bang, bang. That what you think? Okay. Here's my real answer. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I was expecting for you to say Kedise. What did you say? What'd you be saying? Kedise. You be saying that? The, the NWA song. No, it's Rapper's Delight. It is? Yeah. Oh, I nice. told you I was going to get one. I know. I and I knew one. Claudette Coven. I just could not think of her name right. on the spot. You knew. You I, knew But it. to be honest, I didn't know that. But maybe a year and a half before, I saw a documentary on that. And apparently there was people before I called that Coven as well. Uh... Uh-huh. I yeah. didn't know that Rosa Parks, that was part of a, like, thing. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was just, like, she just had enough that day. But it was it was part of a bigger plan and strategy. And they had picked her, uh, from what I read, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, one more question. Okay, please, because I only got one of your, this is the first one I got right. What famous, I'm a, since you got that right, Josh can do it. What famous female performer was a spy for the French in World War II. You know World War II is my war. Come on, Josh. Spy for the French? Yeah. I got nothing. Like, I don't even have a remote answer to give. Yeah! A spy for the French? Okay, who was singing World War is 1940? A spy for the French? Does she live in France? A spy for the French. Oh, against... A spy for the French. Okay, so she probably spoke French. 
Anna Marie Lestrassi. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I think you would actually know this. I do. Etta James. No. Billie uh, Holiday. No. Josephine Baker. <laughs> you looked at the thing. Is that who it is? It is. I thought you would have just know Josephine that. Baker. I mean, I was, he I was knows who Josephine Baker is, though. He might not know about her, but I just figured he would just go to old black women and just be like... <laughs> That's what I figured. Oh, I was blackwomen.com. Like, yes, Josephine Baker was over there speaking the French. She learned it this on Babel. Yes, she did. She worked into it. Do you see what she's doing, baby Yoda? Is that even true, or is it just all a part of your elaborate plan? If listen, but if she didn't know French, she would have went on Babel and been like, "Hold on, hold on." I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a spy. Listen, if you are trying to learn a new language like myself, I am busy trying to learn this good old Spanish because I want to be able to speak the language because I am going to Mexico this summer. You are you? Want, mm-hmm. For when? Nice. You're going to want to use Babbel. They have sold more than 10 million subscriptions. It is not only a new way of learning uh, a new language. It's also fun and engaging. And you can make it a hobby. Um, you can also use it while you're checking travel off of your list. While Babbel process ad- is addictively fun and fast and easy, Babbel teaches bite-sized lesson, uh, language lessons for real-world use. Truly, when I compare it to my high school experience of learning language, I, this is how they should be teaching it to everybody because you are getting to where you're actually trying to get to, which is conversation. You want to be able to communicate with folks. You don't want to be sitting there having to like be stuck on oh this conjugation right here or oh this it's like there's a lot of things that I feel like in regular traditional classrooms that you get stuck on that does not allow you to get to the point where you want to be able to be at uh, communicating with people Babel's 15 minute language uh, lessons make it a perfect way to learn a language on the go other language apps use artificial intelligence for their lesson plans but Babel it was created their lessons were created by over a hundred language experts their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can ex- access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can purchase a three-month Babbel subscription. You'll get an additional three months for free. So when you purchase three months... You get three additional months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code SK. SK. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Code SK. SK. Babbel. Language learning for life. Now, as we are heading into spring, listen, uh, Easter going to be around the corner. You you just going, flowers are going to be in bloom. But what is your yard going to be looking like? Okay. What is it going to look like? What is going on over in your lawn? If Because if you don't have Sunday, you don't know what's going on. It's hard to imagine, but spring is almost here, and we are so close to feeling the soft grass under our feet. But first, we need to get our lawn back. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season lawn along uh lawn huh you get it worried about all the chemicals you're using to keep your yard looking its best traditional lawn care lays down about 90 million pounds of pesticides each year 
Sunday is different. They're on a mission to change how people care for their yards. Most of us might not think about our lawns in the winter, but it's time to prep for this year. You're probably thinking you have so much work to do to get it green and get it healthy again. But Sunday takes all the work out of it. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or nasty chemicals. Let me tell you, Sunday is one of the easiest things you could ever use. Literally, they do an, uh, they like analyze your yard. They take like an overhead picture of your yard. They figure out the size. They look at where the sun hits it. They're getting all the information they need. And then they send you a pouch with the stuff you need to put on your yard. You attach it to a hose, you spray your yard down. I'm telling you, uh, depending on the size of your yard, you're not doing more than like 20 minutes of work. Like, and I feel like I'm being generous with time right now. You really don't need that much. It's for someone like me who does not have a green thumb. It is full of foolproof completely. So easy to do and your lawn will thank yeah and it's safe when you got kids and you don't want your kids around all that like chemicals and pesticides you ain't got to worry about that you ain't got to worry about a sweetheart um best of all the stuff really works at sunday uh excuse me and sunday is offering our listeners 20 percent off full season plans start at 129 dollars, and you can get 20 percent off at checkout when you visit get sunday.com slash sk20 that's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash SK20. SK20. Uh, so anyway, um, what do I want to go to next? Let me think. Let me just decide. Um, let's go here. I just want to say this real quick. We don't, I'm not, I don't want to talk about Kanye's antics or anything like that. I actually feel bad for Kim Kardashian. And I also feel like this ain't none of my business. I don't want to be a part of it. I would like to be excluded from this narrative. But there's this common theme that people keep saying that black women, Kanye needs a black woman to save him. Whatever. And Candace Marie Bimbo said, wrote an article, and the title is Black Women Aren't Tylenol. Uh, let me read you just her series of tweets because I, I agree with this, uh, with this sentiment. This is Candace Marie Bimbo author of Red Lip Theology. Kanye doesn't need a black woman. Kanye needs therapy, medication, personal responsibility. People, black women especially, need to stop acting like we are the core to foolishness. We are not Tylenol. We are human beings and we deserve partners who are healthy and mature. Listen, one of the reasons I got into therapy is because I wanted to be a better partner for my wife. Mm -hmm. Part of my therapeutic journey has made me a better person overall. And therefore, just from doing that work, uh, for my own individualness, mm -hmm. I have become a better partner. Uh, I didn't realize how much of your childhood, your trauma, the way you see yourself, the way you're raised, all that spills over into your relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's not all bad, mm -hmm. right? Some of it is good. Like I've talked about this in the Love Hour a lot. Uh, my, my real dad wasn't a big part of my life and my parents were very busy, like almost all of our parents growing up. I was not unique in that way. But uh, that showed up in my fatherhood. I remember being like, I will not be like mm -hmm. my real dad or my parents. I'm going to be there. Uh, so that's good, right? That's a positive experience. But then the negative experience of that positive experience is when I started traveling and touring, I started feeling guilty mm -hmm. because I wasn't there uh -huh. for my kids. Yeah. So then I started doing extra stuff and excluding lists, not even consciously doing it. Mm. I just wanted so badly to have 
my children associate good memories with me yeah. that I would do stuff with them without her, but right. not like, Oh, we're going to do this without your mom. But like, Oh, I'm going to do this. So you have good memories. And through therapy, I realized, Oh, that's actually super weak. Like you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she never does that. She never did that. She always makes sure like, okay, we all do this as a family, but that's a perfect example of how something, everything from your childhood doesn't make you bad or wrong or right. mean, but it also isn't, completely healthy mm-hmm. right uh so i say all that to say um the thing that sucks for kim is kanye does all this very publicly yeah. and because he is such a big personality you don't even have to follow kanye west if right. you're on the internet you know what's happening mm-hmm. even if you don't follow i don't follow kanye or kim right. but the memes his dog on holding up a yellow um notepad was memed into infinity on super bowl sunday yeah. He he is like he sent her a food, not a food truck, a pickup truck full of roses. And it's just like, dog, the Pete Davidson whole thing. I just be like, I don't want I don't want this. I don't want this in my eyes. (laughs) I wish I could mute anything related to Kanye West. Muted to me. But do you you don't you don't see anything? No, nothing and nothing. I mean, I don't know how I could do that. The thing is, even if you mute the name, the photos will still circulate. Like I the ain't photos seen none of it. You also don't be on the internet like yeah, you're that. You're not like on Twitter that. though. I'll be there. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at how that worked. Uh, yeah, I really, I um, I miss it. I, you know, while watching a train wreck seems interesting at first mm-hmm. like ooh, look at did you see that train wreck yeah. after a while it is just like all right now yeah so and i also based on his own admission know he has personal or not personal jesus it's all personal has mental illness mm-hmm. so i also don't want to be entertained by that you know what i'm saying i don't want that to be a part of my entertainment for and you know he's suffering from mental illness so it's like i want you to get the help right i want you to get it's not funny to me kevin Mm -mm. it's not like and it's not also not like oh that's i've seen some people even women be like i know this is like a cry for help but this how hard i want you to go for me and i'd be like Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. you don't want this because this is like the media, it's, it's its a lot. But anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I don't really want to talk about Kanye that much. I don't, but I surely, I'm like, you ain't about to put him on black women. Then you stop that. No, now that's, listen. and that was a lot of past people were like, ever since his mama. And it's like, I don't mean to belittle listen. that. or I don't, yeah. but you, like we were just talking about this before. Life, life happens. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. You know, um, there's the, uh, the girl in Married at First Sight, uh, Hurricane K. Mm-hmm. Her dad had passed away and everything wrong she did was like, well, you know, my dad had passed away. And then the experts were like, girl, you got to deal with that. Right. That cannot be the reason a, for everything certain, you do wrong. There's a certain point in the experience where you have to take accountability. Yes. And I saw a quote. I don't know if it's a quote or a tweet. Somebody said mental health is not your fault. Mm-hmm. But it is your responsibility. That's what I was about to say. Will Smith said something. He didn't say it specifically about mental health. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the dopest things I ever heard him say was, you can sit and argue fault all day long. Mm-hmm. That's not really where the focus should be. It should be on who is responsible for then getting back right on track. Yes. So mm. it could be somebody else's fault that you've had a terrible childhood. It could yes. be somebody else's fault that you feel abandoned. 
But it is now your responsibility to get back on track. And yes. um, I think, uh, unfortunately, either Kanye is not in the space where he's understanding it's his responsibility or there's enough people around him that is not that aren't uh that are encouraging him to not make his responsibility to actually get back on the right track but at the end of the day he is a grown man who has been able to make millions upon millions of dollars year after year i believe then that you could also go get help like the, the that it, i could see if he was destitute out here there are homeless people right <laughs> right they can't get it together they also don't have access to it he got he making money still and still be making songs so you can make an appointment to a doctor. <laughs> that is an important distinction. We're talking about somebody who has plenty of means mm-hmm. uh, to do something. And you just, you just I just wish he would or be beat quiet. Uh, yeah, I wish he would or be quiet. Moving on uh, versus interestingly enough. They tried to sneak in a charge for verses. They didn't make that up. And they tried to sneak it in on Music Soulchild versus Anthony Hamilton. And they put it in the comments. They was like, hey, you guys, listen. Also, this versus the Valentine's Day special, which is happening after Valentine's after. Day. And you know, after Valentine's Day, it is not Valentine's Day. It's the most, no. that holiday is over. It's over. It is OVA. a quick 24 hours. Dog, it's over now. That's it. At least Thanksgiving, you got leftovers. Christmas, you're still within Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July, you might have some barbecue left over. On, on February 15th, nobody wants chocolate. Nobody wants flowers. We're done. Everything's, Everything's on sale. Everything's oh, yeah. on sale. Mm-hmm. 75% off. Mm-hmm. And Halloween. Probably Valentine's Day and Halloween are the most. It, we it. done. Pull down the spiders in the spider webs. <laughs> Take it over the with. pumpkins, the Get jack-o'-lanterns. It it's over. So Versus was doing the Valentine's special the day after Valentine's. Uh-huh. And they said, you're going to have to get a subscription to Versus to watch this. Uh, they said it's side piece day. <laughs> oh, it is. It's so sad. So the collective black community was like, no, we're not paying for no Versus, period. And in addition to... We're not actually they just it didn't it didn't seem to matter who it was. Right. Uh, By the time you're paying for verses, it's just a concert. It is just a concert. And they have so much uh, ad money or uh, from Ciroc and Doritos. We be having to watch all these Ciroc bottles. Y'all were already getting y'all's money. Stop. Yes. Stop acting like y'all need Triller. Yes. Triller brought into verses. Mm hmm. Like, why y'all, <laughs> they really are trying to play us. And it's just like, first of all, stop putting it on apps that we got to go to. Put it where we are. Put it back where it was when the pandemic started. <laughs> exactly. We don't, we're not trying to go nowhere. We are here. And if not, we just going to listen to the album. That's what we, we just going to listen to the right. album. Because the verse is only going to give you 60 to 90 seconds of it anyway. Exactly. Just to wet the whistle, just the tip of the song. And, and these two Negroes are not about to fight each other. So ain't nothing spectacular no. going to happen to where I have to see it live other than, oh, I want to support them and get yes. their numbers up. But instead, yes. you're about to make them fail. Yeah. You're going to make them fail. And honestly, if you were to pay for a verses and nothing, no disrespect to music or Anthony Hamilton, that made the artist to be the first one you paid. You definitely not. Listen, people still ain't got their tax money yet. 
this is not the time that people are trying to waste money. I mean, that's why people should use Chime because they are not going to be getting hit with all these overdraft fees and ATM fees and things of that nature. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, you're, if you when your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you want is the overdraft fee because you paid for a versus to see music. So that's the last thing you want. You don't want that. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned paper without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases. 200 200 Because you know how sometimes them them uh, vendors be wanting to hold your payment. Oh, they And then do. they slap it on there late, and you're like, how did I end up in the hole? Yes. How did I end up in the sunken place? Chime said, if you end up in the sunken place, you can, some people, eligible members, amen, can overdraft <laughs> hey, up on, to eligible. $200 on debit Purchase and cash withdrawal was apps with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash SK. SK. That's chime.com slash SK. SK. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members, FDIC, eligible requirements, overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may increase up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash spot me. Spot me! So this morning, Swiss Beats was like, what? Versus is going to be free on Instagram today. I was out of the country. I don't know who did it, but it's fixed. My personal opinion is they were trying to test the waters of the community to see. They should have known. Then you know known. the community you in. Here's the thing about Versus. Versus is a pandemic thriving business, mm-hmm. right? The most successful part of Versus was the customer base was stuck at home. Yes. With nothing to do. Yes. No entertainment. Yes. Nowhere to go. Amen. Most of my most entertaining verses were the ones where it was just the person on Instagram and the other person on Instagram, choppy Wi-Fi. Uh, yes. T-Pain uh, and Lil John. Was it T-Pain and Lil yes, John? Yes, mm-hmm. it was amazing. T-Pain and Lil John. That was like the first five, five percent. They were in their basement. They were in their basements. It was low production first value. was uh, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder. Hit Boy, Jonte Austin against mm-hmm. Sean Garrett. You know what I'm saying? Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Uh, Erica Badu. Erica Badu with Bruce, uh, Bruce Lee in the yes. background. Yes. Yes, that was it. Babyface and Teddy Riley, when they got it together. Oh, my God, it was great. Teddy Riley, still, we respect you. You were the visionary. He's the one that said, we're going to make it better. He just, With just that the dancer feedback. in the background. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so good. But, you know, now, to me, if I were in verses, I was like, dog, you can't, even before this, I would have known that your customers are not going gonna pay not gonna pay you can bring it back down if it's the costing too much bring the production value back bring down. it back down or make a festival have a concert yeah do, we gonna need the, to see you in person get the live experiential thing versus tour you're gonna see five of these people that would be on versus yeah or whatever or continue to get the triller money but charging it off to the customer it's like if facebook decided to charge almost any social media site yeah if they decide to start charging people We'd be like, oh, done. I'm done. Okay. Facebook said it's three dollars a month. They would use, lose ninety percent of their value. They had to come. All these sites had to come up with other ways. Yes, and that's so these we, ads. Yeah, we still they stole our information. Since yeah. we didn't want to pay. Yeah, like, and so that people can advertise to you. And I think we would be okay with that. I think we would be okay with a full blown commercial in the middle of verses v- versus paying. 
Yes. Show me a whole goddamn Mary J. Blige crispy chicken commercial. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay with that. I ain't gonna be mad. And that's what the Super Bowl does. Like so many things, the barrier of entry is pay. Yeah. That if it weren't like if the Super Bowl was on Triller, people if people had to pay three dollars to watch the Super Bowl. A lot of people would not watch it. Mm-hmm. Most people casually watch the Super Bowl after not having consumed one second of an NFL game. They just mm-hmm. watch the Super Bowl because it is something to do mm-hmm. on a Sunday. And the commercials is how the NFL makes their money, right? Yeah. Now, if you said, oh, we're going to pass this off to the customer, you would still have people who, who would buy it, diehard mm-hmm. fans, but it wouldn't be everybody in the world watching no. it no more. No. By the way. And also, I just want to say, this is a personal thing, and I get it, it's the internet. Uh, the Super Bowl commercials have lost a lot of their luster mm-hmm. because they are one, you see funnier stuff on the internet, yeah. and two, most of them are released prior to the Super Bowl. And three, what you see on the internet is way more risque than what you ever see on the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, um, the Super Bowl commercials used to be like slapping. I think they can still come back. I just think they need, you know, these advertising companies need to hire younger folk. I don't think it can be. Listen, I was just thinking about this and I was watching TikTok. You remember Charlie Bit My Finger? Yes. The video? That was like one of the first viral. Stupid viral. Ow, Charlie. Charlie Bit That really hot. You never saw that? I don't recall. That was like, for me, that was like the first viral, viral. video that I ever remember. I thought about that video the other day, Josh, while watching a TikTok. Mm-hmm. If that video came out today, it would at most be a TikTok with 3 million likes. It would not have changed. that. Them kids went to college on that video alone. Mm-hmm. Like paid for their college. Family was pretty well off as a result of one video. I see 800 funnier TikToks than that and cuter yeah. every day. So it's like. The internet makes things go so much faster. And that's what I think. The reason why Saturday Night Live is much less successful is because by the time Saturday night comes, 18 Instagrammers who make sketches have already, that video, everything funny that happened through the week's over. All the sketches have already happened and the funnier people have made it either funnier or faster has happened. You're talking about their topical stuff. They do a lot of non-topical. Saturday Night Live ain't been funny since ain't been funny. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched it. But, I mean, their topical stuff used to be like, ooh, can't wait till Saturday Night Live. They're going to make fun of that thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Now it's like the moment that thing happens, a video is up within three minutes. I mean, look at Supreme Dreams. Supreme Dreams is who I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. RDC World, they're going to make the funnier stuff happen. Matter of fact, that kind of crazy thing about the Internet is like, they teach you what's going on. Like, I have not yeah. seen the episode of Power Book 2, the one with Woody the Great. Uh-huh. But I know Zeke is thinks he's younger than he really is. I know uh, uh, the character's name, Dante, all that stuff for memes. Mm. Memes, I say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have an abrupt stop because we have to shoot something else. And I totally forgot about it. And we're past like five minutes because five minutes is another is the hour. Oh, really? Yeah. We're not at an hour yet? Nah. Okay, well, keep going, Angel. Anyway, what's your hair product you're using? You know, <laughs> no, but what I was going to say is I still think, no, I still think there's room to for there to be funny commercials because you got to also understand that you still have an older demographic. It's mm. not just 20, 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You still got us 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, and 60-year-olds that, that would still love to see a funny commercial. <laughs> I would still love to see one. Um. But I do think definitely it makes it harder when now it's it's hard to be able to be like, oh, I'm the only talented person in the room or, oh, I'm I'm the best talent. Because now you see people on TikTok that are able not not that everything translates. Yeah. Some people are funny right in that very specific lane. Yes. 
And they cannot do anything else. By the way, I meant to go back. Larry David's crypto commercial was oh, very funny. Oh, it was funny. incredible. It was very funny. Incredible. Didn't even see it during the Super Bowl. Heard about oh, it snap. and looked it up on Google. And I was like, this is funny. I also love Larry David, so I'm partial to him. Mm-hmm. I just think he's, I think he's so funny, man. Oh, that was a good one. Did they air your Spectrum commercial during? The Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Would you have died? I would have been like, they didn't pay you enough. They, I, the, <laughs> I would have been right? crazy. I'd be like, Super Bowl. Oh, we would have been having a talk. <laughs> oh, that happiness would have turned. I'm on the Super Bowl. Wait a second. I'm on the Super Bowl. <laughs> How is this? How is this possible? Oh, we would have been having some furniture moving. How does it feel? Oh, oh man. my gosh. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, we can go ahead and stop because the other thing that'll fit in to fill up the time is the ad. That's right. Oh, she yeah, you're right. Do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you guys, we'll be doing the bonus episode this Thursday. We'll be doing the bonus episode this Thursday. And it sure is. So, make sure if you're a part of Kevin's Patreon that you tune in. And if us. you miss the bonus episodes, you, you miss funny stuff. Don't, Angel, and don't bring up the topics that are the bonus episodes. Because yeah. we're not going to talk about them here. No, we're not. And Angel told the story of that dog. And I put a snippet out on the world because it was just the funniest thing in the world to you me. You put the snippet out already? I put the, the snippet out. Because I just, yeah. I was telling Tony, going me, crazy. Angel, and Tony to here and Josh were shooting a new show, which is going to be very funny. We oh shot one of the funniest God, episodes. Me and Kevin were fools. It was Angel and I, I was <laughs> I like. I have the clip. I have the clip. Send I it to me, no, Kevin. I'm not going to post it until the thing comes out. It's going to ruin the joke. I just said send it to me. I said I was going to post it. I want to see it. Too. I want to. But we were it. laughing so hard. I was like, I was talking to them yesterday. I was like, there's no way they don't, people don't laugh at this. They because I edit. cannot not laugh while it's happening. Not, I told y'all ahead of time. I said I'm not going to make it through about five takes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was telling Tony to hear how funny. I was like, man, this is the funniest thing I've seen since Saturday. They're like, what happened Saturday? I was like, Angel told this story of the time she thought she was getting a Yorkie. <laughs> and I sent it to Tony to hear, and they laughed so hard. <clears throat> it was just. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, we'll see you guys. We got to hurry up and shoot something else because I got an appointment to go to. So, uh, God bless y'all. Go keep y'all. y'all. later. In the end. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kevin Stain. And that chick angel.